Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I certainly hope that you had a good weekend. Um, So starting off, a young lady that I know from home messaged me on Facebook today and just requested that I talk about some of the bits that I use and why that I use them. Um, Now, I certainly do not claim to be a trainer or an expert, and I'm not going to talk any makers or brands in this podcast to the best of my ability. Um, I'll talk types and builds, but I'm not trying to sell you anything, and I'm certainly not endorsing any products here. I just kind of fumble through and use what works, and um, learning to use equipment that has worked for the type of horses that I'm learning to ride, and luckily I have a, a mentor that is willing to walk me through a lot of different things and answer questions over and over and over again, and I hope that you guys are able to find someone like that in your corner as well. So, starting off, um, my little mare, when I first started riding her, <clears throat> I when I tried her out, I was I rode her in a Loomis the very first time, so I guess that's a brand name, but I don't know how else to <laughs> describe the draw, because as soon as you drop that name, everyone knows what you're talking about. So, I, th- I think it was a Loomis, or it was maybe a, something similar to it, um, and I don't really keep her in any one bit ever. It was kind of just what I tried her in that particular day, I just grabbed it out of the trailer. But when I started riding her more regularly, <clears throat> when I actually bought her, I went to a long shanked port just um for pretty much day to day schooling. And it is a lot of leverage. So I definitely don't recommend it, especially if you're just learning or you're maybe you're a little nervous or a little unsteady with your hands. And while I certainly don't claim to have steady hands. I'm definitely like not on the level of an Ian Miller by any means. Um, he's an artist, but I really liked it. I've liked it so far for condensing her body. If she needs it, she can get a little bit flat sometimes. And some of that maybe just comes from the racetrack and some of it is just how she is. She's pretty aggressive and she likes to take her chin away from me every so often. So it's really great if I need to ball her up a little bit and ask her to just kind of, like I said, condense herself maintaining that forward momentum and motion um but they tend to most of the horses I've been riding lately actually they kind of like that bit it's one that I wish we had a few more copies of or (laughs) a few more of them around the barn because so many of them are getting rode in that right now and like I said it's a lot of leverage but they seem to like to carry it quite comfortably as long as they find that sweet spot where they can move out and hold it in a comfortable frame, but not, they don't really, they'll bounce off of it until they kind of find that spot, and then they're they're fairly comfortable in it, so I do really like it, and it helps them from getting too strung out and swinging their hip, and it's just, I don't know, I've really come to like that bit. Um, I'm not really comfortable making a run in it, just because it's more leverage than I know how to use at a high rate of speed, but I wouldn't say that you can't. The, um, I guess the first big outdoor pen that I ever ran her in, I used a bit that had, I call it the heart bit, just because the shanks on it are shaped like a heart, and people always ask about it, if they, if they see any of the horses in it, they're like, oh, what the heck is that thing, and where'd you get that, and what's it do, just because it looks kind of funny, but it's a, um, twisted wire snaffle mouthpiece, I think, it's got a lot of grab, and I just needed like something with a little less 
leverage going forward in a run once I knew she really wanted to turn because I kind of sent her in there and she was a little bit scared and I just didn't know if she was gonna if she was gonna hook or not and she did and then from there on I mean she was kind of nervous and like she's a little bit on the hot and sensitive side and I definitely don't claim to be the steadiest person up on top (laughs) so I needed something personally that had maybe a little bit less grab in it so once I went from that I started using a smooth mouth snaffle on unfixed uh, short shanks so it had like a tiny gag action but not very much she really seems to like that bit as long as I have control of her chin if I've schooled her that week and she's really wanting to be in there like that then she really wants to be honest in that so far so I like to ride her in that sometimes I'll go to a lifter with longer shanks when I'm warming up and I want a little bit more control but it doesn't give me quite as much leverage as the long shanked port bit that I mentioned earlier it's just a little bit more if I need to remind her to just kind of like condense and wait on me and not get too strung out and nervous. So um, again, it's something that I don't, I'm not just saying use this because I'm using it. It's what I'm applying to my situation because of where my abilities are and what my horse's needs are. So certainly the gentleman that is mentoring me might be able to use a little bit more or a little bit less than I can at certain times. But knowing where my abilities are at and what they're adjusting to on her is how I'm going to ride accordingly generally day-to-day. There are some answers that I think are across the board, but frequently when people ask me what my favorite bits are, it's like, well, I mean, today? (laughs) Or like, yes, or yesterday? Or a year ago? Or two years from now? I mean, I don't know. This is what I'm enjoying riding this Marion right now. Um, I like like a little bit more in my hands. I don't personally like the feel of a ring snaffle. Uh, It's very direct contact. And I've been learning to ride horses more effectively if I can run them in run them in there hard, set them up, and then leave them alone, drop my hand and leave them alone. And I just find unless you have a really, really honest sucker, they I don't like the feel of it. It's just <laughs> it's not I feel like you pull too much. It's just it's not what I enjoy riding in. Especially the way I've been mentored lately. I'm like, wow, this is actually more effective and I'm enjoying this more. <laughs> So I'm kind of pushing the responsibility of this podcast off of myself, as you'll notice, but it was requested and um, I feel like I'm learning more as I go along. So I'm I'm happy to share that. Uh, uh, Occasionally, well, I think eventually in this Mare's career, I may be able to go to a Hackamore. Um, I think she's going to be honest and and pretty gritty and at a certain point, I'm going to have to stay out of her way more. And... I mean, to human is to error, and <laughs> I pride myself in riding fairly quietly, I think, but there's still going to be times when I I'm accidentally bump this horse's mouth, and I've done it a few times just because she's so scatty. I don't know how else to describe her, <clears throat> but I think that that's something I'll possibly be able to do in a few years from now, maybe when she's seasoned and I can actually call her a rodeo horse. Probably throughout this futurity year, I'll try to keep her on that little shank. She seems to like that, as long as I can school her in something with a little bit more leverage when I need to. Although I will occasionally go to the Loomis if I need some softening laterally. Because like I said, she can kind of want to take her chin away from me and really get a little bit hard and stiff. She wants to turn, but sometimes she just doesn't want to ball up. Um, Whether it's laterally or just moving forward with that momentum, she really wants to run and she's certainly athletic, but 
constantly having to tell her like, hey, wait on me there, kid. <laughs> like, wait for that. Wait for me to make the move. Um, but so far, I think it's going to work out really well. I think she's going to be gritty and, and fairly honest. But right now, it's a lot of like, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. And I guess hackamores, I mean, I get asked about that occasionally. And I, I like hackamores. My first little barrel horse that I ever had, she worked really, really great in this tiny little SG hackamore that I had. My issue with hackamores is people override in them. And I don't mean they ride aggressively. I mean, they ride in them too often. Um, they're, they're good on a horse that, because they're used for horses that can kind of stiffen out a little bit. And if you, you know, if you can trust them and they're going there and be honest and want to get out of their way, they're great for that. But I find if you ride them too often, your horse will get dull to it and stiffen out a little too much. So I know in that particular mare, I ran her in that little hackamore, but I warmed her up in kind of just a shank. It was a little bitty shank. didn't really matter on the day. She kind of went in anything, but that's something that I see a little too often is people riding in a hackamore than their horse wants to start dropping or their ribs get stiff or whatever. <clears throat> so again, like I don't have a straight across the board answer for most pieces of equipment. I'll also go to draw reins, and I know that's not a bit, but um, often people seem to be demonizing <laughs> draw reins or running Martin Gills, which I've also used quite frequently. Uh, I haven't lately, I haven't needed it lately, but um, I think back earlier when I started riding this horse, I rode her occasionally in draw reins when I needed to, just for a little more control. And um, I don't, I didn't keep her in that. You kind of, you get that control and then you go back to. I was going back to just split reins or single rein, depending on what I was doing. But the uh, running martingale, I, I've liked. I tend to go to that quite a bit unless I'm working on lateral flexion. And then it kind of impedes on what you're doing. So then I'll take it off. But um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my take on that so far. I guess I could go on quite a bit on different makers and different styles of bits. And um, that would take me all day. This would be a very long podcast and I'm certainly not claiming to be an expert. So that would be something I would probably make. And then a year from now, listen to it again and be like, oh my goodness, I'm such an idiot. Why did I ever think that? But this was just asked for what I'm using right now and why I like it. So this is my roundabout answer. And I know I rambled a little bit, but I hope you enjoyed it. And Janita, I hope these answered, this answered your questions a little bit. If you'd like more content, you can go to my website. It's filthyfast.wordpress.com. You can look me up on YouTube under the username filthyfast. And I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Naomi Jolene. It is my personal account. So you're going to see a lot of random pictures, but <laughs> you can certainly contact me on there. Shoot me a message on Facebook if you need to. Um, any more questions like that, I'm happy to answer at my uh, email address, filthyfast1, that's number one, at gmail.com. So again, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Um, hopefully you have a great week and the weather lets up and you can school your horses and attack the gym if that's what you're up to. Anyway, have a great night, guys.